What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Life Talk About It, Anything Goes podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. All well, depends on what time of the day it is for you. My name is Born King. I had um, an original um, idea for this episode that I was going to go with, but I decided to change it up. So let's just get right into today's um, topic for the episode. And it's, I guess you can say it's my thoughts or, I don't know, my reaction to the Netflix movie, The Social Dilemma. As I told you guys before, I uh, I listened to Tristan Harris. I mentioned um, him being, you know, part of the reason along with like Cal Newport why I decided to kind of step back and look at technology and like the social media apps and made the decision to leave. So um, like the Facebooks and Instagrams, I, I, I just deleted them. Hearing about them on the podcast, you know, as part of my research and just, you know, following the topics and everything that comes along with it. And then finally... Well, not even finally, just seeing a visual put to everything like I heard and, and I came across everything I researched and discovered was was crazy. And and they don't hesitate to tell you that a lot of people just won't be comfortable accepting the information and sharing on that um, the documentary, everything it represents. Like it is hard for people to to grasp it. But even even harder for them to believe in it. Like, nah, hell, no, that's 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 too far fetched. Like I mentioned, like if it's way um, too out of the ordinary, uh, not normal, then people don't gravitate towards it. And if it's not part of the populace, then they're definitely not gonna go for it. And you know, being anti-social media, being um, technology aware, like those are not things that people. Just kind of talk on or have conversations about on a regular basis. I mean, how could they? They're stuck on the goddamn phone, so um, it's not happening. So I watched it. I actually set a reminder in my phone to to watch it, and they were, it's going to remind me daily until I finally clear it out and change the settings on it. So um, I was off today, and I said, you know what, I'm going to watch it. And I first heard about it because I was um, listening to the Undivided Attention podcast. And it wasn't an actual episode, but more of a promotional um, thing where he's talking about, you know, the social dilemma on Netflix. So right then and there, I'm like, yeah, I got to check that out. I have to. I watched it today, and you'd be surprised how many people won't, won't watch it or understand the importance of it. Because it's just, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot for you to digest. It's a lot for you to process. But if you just sit there, right, and you absorb the information, and it all makes perfect sense. Um, technology isn't the enemy. It's just being applied and utilized as something uh, very close to an enemy to just us as a civilization. So, like a lot, they made so many valid points, and then the visuals they painted of. Um, you know, the 11-year-old girl just going crazy, having to reconnect with her smartphone and then not getting enough likes, so she deleted the photo and then reposted another one. And that got liked, but it also got bad comments. So 
I mean, it's kind of like a catch-22, like, when it comes to, like, social medias and things like that. Like, you got to think about it. I post a picture, I get likes, and then you also get people who who are going to say mean, you know what I mean, and be hateful and be hurtful. So, I mean, at 11 years old, like, your daughter, like, I have a daughter 11 years old. So, like, for me personally, it, it kind of hit home. I'm like, damn. Me being, you know, consciously aware of, like, the whole technology thing and, and then the AI and then the app, the, you know, designs. Like, I, I really I really be on my case and everything. Like, in the, in the movie, you'll see where they kind of come up with an idea, you know, or you know, a television show suggests something. So they go with it where they put all the phones in a lockbox for an hour. There's no getting them out because it's set on the timer. You know, so they can have dinner, you know, like a family would, and, you know, have conversations, talk about days, or just joke, laugh, reminisce, whatever the case may be. It was a good sign to me because I've been, you know, ever since I kind of noticed, you know, how um, how distracting phones are. Three, four years ago, I just, you know, I always told my kids, like, you know, like, don't bring no phones to my table. And part of the reasons for that was just because I knew like you're here at the table to eat and if you're at the table with other people then you're here at the table to to talk to have conversation to make conversation and when you have your phone there then you want to eat and watch a youtube video you want to eat and scroll you want to eat you know and do whatever else aside from what you should be doing which is having a conversation like we used to like how it used to be before the um smartphone arrived to give us a constant distraction a lot of the things that they like they pointed out and that kind of I just kind of took time to observe in my own life and in my own family and how we do things like seeing it reenacted on tv and another family going through it like it's even deeper it's even more resonating to see um I try to get my daughter to watch it but it's gonna be extremely hard to get um, the younger kids, even the teenagers, to sit down and, and watch it unless they have an open mind and, and want to say, well, let's see what they're talking about. So, yeah, she, she fell asleep, so she, she wasn't really into it. I mean, which was kind of, I guess I kind of expected that, but I'll give it another shot because I really want her to be able to sit there and, and get an understanding and be able to process, you know, have that information available to her so she can like make that decision, just have that knowledge. Like I said before, I still do have a Snapchat. I couldn't help but to kind of get on my Snapchat and really just, you know, shoot a minute video talking about the social dilemma because it's, it's, a, it's a powerful thing, like, and I know people may feel like, yo, that's weird, like, or not, they wouldn't even expect a dude like me to into that, you know, kind of information and knowledge or whatever you want to call it. Like, like nah, hell no. Nah. Like, I don't even consider it being a matter of being woke. I just consider it me being informed and just being curious and, you know, just wanting to go research and, and, and get a better understanding for things myself. Like, I'm not out here trying to collect any um, brownie points or being able to brag. Like, nah, I believe sharing is caring, like, on a scale of information and knowledge. So, I mean, that's why I do it. I mean, I do it for me because... I want to know. And then I just share the information and if they take it, they take it. If they don't, then they always have that choice. If you haven't seen it or if you don't know about it and you haven't listened to this episode, like, go check it out. 
watch it and then if you're not with your kids, if you don't have kids or you have nieces and nephews, whatever the case may be, it's affecting, you know, even us as adults. So just take the information in and then see how many you can share with, especially the younger generation, you know, so how many you can get to watch. Um, like I was so adamant about making it happen. Like I, I got with my, my little son, you know, he just turned 15 and my nephew, you know, and I had to. I had to bribe them, basically. Like, storybooks, yeah, yeah, all right, cool, give me a phone, I need you guys to watch a movie. And I'm like, what, what movie? I'm not, nah, I'm not gonna watch that movie, you know. My son was definitely unwilling at the beginning, and my nephew was more like curious, like, all right, cool, like, you know, he wanted to see what, what, what was it about, like, what was worth a cup of coffee from Starbucks, like, why is Mark going there trying to bribe me or whatever, so. Um, they took the bait, and gave me their phones, I put them um, in the kitchen with me, and they began watching a movie. And of course, you know, the teenagers, uh, at the beginning, they're uninterested and everything feels forced. You know, it's definitely a forced feeling to it. So, um, like maybe midpoint, they came out and um, we, uh, we started eating dinner, you know, getting no phones. And the conversation turned into like a 30, 45 minute kind of uh, conversation where I'm telling them about how it was when I was growing up and like some of the different factors between my childhood and their childhood. It's kind of reminiscing, you know, sharing some of my, um, my younger kid, like when I was a kid story, so, but that's what it was all about, like just being able to sit there and have conversations, whether it's about, you know, um, the movies and social dilemma, just about anything, but it's just, uh, just the point of having those moments, those conversations where there's no notifications, there's no vibrating, there's no ringing, it's just a full-on conversation. And it's so easy to get lost in them and to you know, and enjoy them and, and have fun with them that by the time, you know, it's all said and done, you didn't even notice your phone wasn't there or that you missed this um, post or you, you know, you missed this comment. Like, it's not hard to find the next thing to do when you can't like get to your phone or you know when you're so dependent on it you gotta make that choice to do it and i can tell you from experience that fighting to not be as addicted to social medias and smartphones and like the biggest challenge is is, is being bored and asking yourself what's next and then finding like a meaningful rich things to do you know so that you feel like it was hard but it was worth it you know, like you can see the fruits of your labors in it, that type of stuff. So some days I'll probably end up working out, you know, twice or, you know, reading my book, you know, twice or something like that. Or just sweeping the garage and, you know, just finding something to do just so I don't go and sit and watch another YouTube video or check my email from whoever, whatever the case may be. Like I said before, like I, I really did for myself take a, a hard stance on you know, social media and aware of what what the what the goals and objectives are for like technology. And it's so crazy because um, I haven't been recording any episodes like consistently. It's just work, it's it's a few different factors, but a few people who I actually know who listen and like, yo, you gonna do the next episode or one of them said, Are you alright? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm good, why? I ain't, I ain't seen no new episodes. I ain't hear new episodes. Like, what's going on? I don't say that to brag. I don't say that to to make it seem like, you know, 
I'm doing something groundbreaking. I just say that because I started this podcast just to, you know, um, just to speak, just to, just to have conversations and, and, and spark, you know, um, thoughts and, and maybe change mindsets. But it's turning, you know, people are looking like, all right, where you started something, so what's going on? Like, what's next? Like, don't start some shit and then you just go and just leave us lingering, you know what I mean? So this particular one, like, I couldn't not talk about the social dilemma. Like, the shit is, is deep. And I'm pretty sure, like, almost, I don't know, 90% of the people on my Snapchat will just probably breeze through the story or probably listen, but won't take heed to it, you know. They won't like, you know what, go check that out. Not because I say they go check it out, but because... If I say it and enough other people, you know, and more people say it, then more than likely it's something you should probably look into, right? Because that's the same thing they do with negative shit, you feel me? So, um, and, and, and disinformation and misinformation, like, that's how it goes. Like, if enough people share it, enough people talk about it, then the interest of everyone else kind of sparks up and they go check it out. So, it was a, it was, it was a lot of, not a lot of information, a lot of experience on, like, the interviews and and the people and, and who they used to work for and it's kind of like them giving you that inside look and that and that real life like understanding of what they created why they created it and then kind of stepping back to see for themselves like shit we did that like, yeah we, we we definitely did that i think that it's a it's a must see for me like it's a must watch it's a must see because you're gonna learn so much and for a lot of people who don't have an open mind or who who are kind of like against you know um, the very thought of you know technology being you know as powerful as it is then they have to watch it one more time or a few other times but if you can get your kids and other people you know to watch it then it's a great thing because now you get people starting to talk then you start getting people to react, people to observe, like I did when I was first kind of introduced to um, the information about how the applications uh, created and designed like a slot machine and designed to ho- hold your attention. When I found that out and then I really kind of paid attention to myself, then that's when, like I said, it was just, shit was real. When lying, this shit is exactly what they just said it was. So. Um, it's it's gonna be moments like that, uh, hopefully time like that, that this movie's gonna put everybody in that position where they're like, oh, they are not lying. This is not an exaggeration. This is not you know some you know secret message they're trying to send out. This shit is is real life. I don't know which other way you know any other way to put it because that's just exactly what it was for me. And I guess if I can I can put it in more simplistic. Uh, perspective a way to look at it so just imagine um or just look at it this way people and again i, I got nothing against people who smoke cigarettes uh, it's again it's a choice that you make when people smoke cigarettes right they don't instantly feel you know cancer coming on but they know it's a very strong possibility that it will come if they keep smoking cigarettes that's the same concept with how technology is designing and influencing like the behaviors and the thoughts of, you know, us as people. We're gonna continue to do it and then it will slowly and gradually um, take its effect. So 
It's like smoking a cigarette. You won't smoke a cigarette or a pack of cigarettes and say, oh, shit, I got cancer. No. But, again, there's a strong chance you will get it, you know, over, over the course of time. And it's just kind of like the same, to me, it's the same concept as, you know, being oblivious to technologies and social medias and how they're designed and and not believing that there's a such thing as the attention economy and that our attention is for sale. Like, they can give you certain signals and indicators and, and auto suggestions that make you want to do things because that's just how the formula was designed. Then the option to have that information and that's what's being done and you don't then just like smoking a cigarette and then there will be no immediate effect. There will be no immediate cancer, but over time you will see consequences, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm definitely going to come back with the original episode concept that I wanted to go with, but I had to bring the social dilemma to the podcast. It was a must. Positive vibes, positive energy. Y'all already know what it is.